This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. With temperatures plummeting later today, we're going to be seeking shelter inside. But how do we safely and effectively warm our homes and keep our pipes from freezing? Here to discuss is Heather Paul, public affairs specialist with State Farm, who focuses on home safety. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you for having me. It might seem like a no-brainer, Heather, but why is it such a big deal when pipes freeze? What happens exactly? Oh, nothing is worse than, uh, you know, coming downstairs in the morning after you wake up, especially on a cold day, and seeing water all over in your, uh, you know, downstairs kitchen or living room area, um, and, and it comes, comes from a frozen or burst pipe. Water expands when it freezes. So naturally, if we have water that is trapped in a pipe um, because it hasn't been heated effectively, that's going to freeze and very easily burst pipes. And, and when you're talking um, the volume of, of damage, you know, the average cost for State Farm last year was around $20,000 for frozen pipes. Wow. We actually paid over $181 million just this year for frozen pipe damage and claims. So it is a real, real problem. But there are things that you can do to help prevent that. So far this year, State Farm has seen the third highest rate of pipes freezing here in in Illinois. Why here? Well, obviously, we are in an environment where um, you have a fluctuation of temperatures. And, um, you know, when you've got while those in the Chicago area may experience and, and understand how to prepare a little bit better, um, those in downstate Illinois may have uh, some warmer temperatures and may not have prepared effectively. And then when you've got some of these uh, flash freeze events, like what we're experiencing now, where it suddenly has dropped dramatically in temperature, people may not be uh, doing some of the mitigation that they should be doing to help prevent frozen pipes and other damage. Mm-hmm. Is this something that renters in apartment buildings need to worry about? Oh, abs- absolutely. You know, um, my son, so my, my my son goes to the University of Illinois in Champaign, and, uh, you know, he's experiencing living in an apartment and paying for, uh, you know, power. And so he's trying to keep his electrical bill down because it costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. except that, when that happens, especially as a renter, if you're trying to keep your electrical bill down, um, you're reducing the, the heat that is in your apartment. And that could actually help uh, increase the likelihood that you're going to have frozen pipes if you don't uh, practice some of the mitigation, like keeping your cabinets open to allow warm air to go underneath that cabinet and warm up the pipes. Or when we've got cold temperatures like right now, keeping a steady drip of water so that water is flowing through your pipes and not going to be likely to freeze. So those are some good preventative measures. But if someone's pipes do freeze, how can they safely thaw them? So if your pipes do freeze, if you go and turn on your water and nothing comes out, it doesn't necessarily mean you've got a burst pipe. If you don't have free-flowing water um, or standing water, uh, you may not have a burst pipe. What you don't want to do is use... Um, you know, like, a, a, you know, a, a heat source to try to warm that up rapidly, um, like, a you know, using a, an open flame. So instead, you can do things like wrap towels around it to help to increase the, the warmth that is around that pipe. Or you can use even a hairdryer on a low setting. As long as there's not water around that pipe, 
you can help to slowly warm that that water up and get it flowing. How do you recommend people navigate the insurance system? Like, are there certain pieces of information that that are helpful for folks to get ready before they call? The first thing that you'd want to know is is what type of coverage you have. If you if you certainly hopefully have a renter's policy, if you're a renter and your homeowner's policy. But one of the biggest challenges, people don't know what their deductible is, what they're going to need to pay out of pocket. So um, that's a good thing for you to go online or talk to your insurance agent about what is my deductible, what I'm going to need to pay out of pocket if I do have a claim. Um, And second, make sure that your insurance and renters does cover water damage from frozen and broken pipes. Um, You know, we all know, especially those that are in flood prone areas that you need to have a special flood insurance um, insurance policy mm-hmm. for rain. But if you do have water damage from frozen pipes, that's typically covered under a standard homeowner's or renter's policy. So we know it's going to be really cold, Heather, and some of us might be tempted to turn up our space heaters. I'm tempted to buy one. I don't have one, but I've been telling my team that I want to buy one. Um, people are tempted to you know, pull out the electric blankets. What should they keep in mind, though? Uh, be very, very careful with those. Um, unfortunately, this is a time of year when we do see an increase in, in home fires um, because of alternative heating sources. So if you are going to use a, you know electrical blanket or some sort of alternative uh, heating blanket, the best thing that you absolutely want to do is check to make sure that there are no frayed wires that may, um, you know, if you've kept it in storage, something may have chewed on those wires and you don't want to have uh, that cause a potential fire. If you do have a space heater, make sure that there's plenty of room around that space heater so there's not things brushing up against it. Um, You know, blankets or uh, draperies, anything like that, that could potentially start on fire. Mm -hmm. And always make sure that you have plenty of uh, ventilation for that, um, that space heater. Unfortunately, there are a lot of fires that happen. If you've got a, um, if you've got a fireplace, and it's a wood-burning fireplace, make sure that your fireplace has been cleaned um, because that can also cause a fire and only use seasoned firewood in that. So don't burn paper or uh, cardboard or anything else yeah. in a fireplace. And when you, you mentioned ventilation a moment ago, are you talking about an open window or a ceiling fan? Yeah, I mean, just make sure that you've got, yeah, that, that you've got, um, depending on what type of uh, space heater you have, um, a lot of them are electric space heaters, but um, there are older space heaters that, um, you know, maybe uh, use other fuel sources for. And in that case, make sure that, yes, you do have ventilation, whether that's, um, you know, a, a window that can be cracked open, mm-hmm. um, have a carbon monoxide detector uh, is always a good uh, a good practice because it can tell you if you've got an increase in carbon monoxide fumes, um, don't want to go to sleep and and risk not waking up because of uh, an increase in carbon monoxide. Yeah. One of our producers on Team Reset is from Texas, and she runs several humidifiers, but she still finds that the forced air is really dry. I agree with her there. So do you have any yeah. tips for that? Yeah, so if, uh, you know, same thing, if you're running, uh, if you're running humidifiers, of course, make sure that um, they're not leaking water, uh, because that can cause water damage to your floors if they do have a leak. 
Um, but it is a good practice to have humidifiers out. It increases the moisture that's in your air and the dryness. Um, and it also helps to reduce your fire risk if things aren't as dry in your home. But just like anything, make sure that if, if you are plugging them in, that the wires are, are not frayed or have any sort of damage and plug them into a uh, power protector in case there's a power surge or something like that that could cause uh, an issue. And uh, Heather, we're going to be talking more about winterizing your car just ahead on the program. But while I have you here, the roads we know are expected to be icy and invisibility is going to be very low. What should people keep in mind if they do get into an accident and they have to file a claim? If you do get into an accident, first thing, the first practice that you should always have is um, is make sure that you've got things in your vehicle that if you have to be stranded out on the road, that you can be protected. So um, having some fresh water, having blankets, um, having a phone charge or something like that. If you do get into an accident, um, and many times in winter weather uh, incidents like that, like what we're experiencing right now, um, you may not have to wait for an officer to come and do a an accident report, but having your information about your insurance policy on your phone that you can exchange with the person, the other individual, is a great practice to have. There's yeah. most insurance companies now you have your insurance information on your phone. Um, just like with homeowners policies, though, know what your deductible is. And if you do have damage because of a, a fender bender or you slide into somebody, know how much you you might have to pay out of pocket, uh, you know, beforehand. That's always a great practice to know. That's Heather Paul, Public Affairs Specialist at State Farm. Thank you so much. Thank you.